This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Tune in every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. for Lifeline with your host, Bob Allen. Lifeline is a live program of inspirational teaching and your calls for prayer. That's Lifeline every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. on the Good News Station, WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. 
He said, work with your hands so you can have something to give to somebody who's in need. See, what he's saying is if you steal, if you go take something that's not yours, you give place to the devil in your life. So when you steal, you open up the door for the devil to come in and destroy your life. You think you're getting over on somebody because you got something for free, but the truth is is you're going to reap a whirlwind of consequence in your life because you stole. Mm -hmm. But we got to read this in context. He's saying if you steal, you're going to make an opportunity for the devil to take advantage of your life. That's why when you're a Christian, you don't do business like people that are not Christians. You have a different set of ethics. We don't live our life like the world. Come on, hello? We don't shack up. We get married before we move in together. Come on. Ain't nobody going to shout me down, but that's the truth. We live at a different level. It don't mean God don't love you if you mess up. It just means that he desires for you to not mess up so he can bless you more. So when we don't do right, we actually rob the blessing of God out of our life. It ain't God withholding blessing. It's us blocking God. Come on. Hello. Somebody help me. The next verse says this. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, everybody say edification, that it may impart grace to the hearer. Now here's where God says, God says that your language is at the same level of importance as your behavior Hmm? when it comes to stealing. He just ties them right together. Don't steal and give place to the devil and don't run your mouth and give place to the devil. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. I know a lot of people that would be offended if somebody stole something from them, but we'll sit around and let people just dump garbage on us all the time talking about somebody else and won't think nothing of it. And then we'll get religious and go, well, I'm just going to pray about that. And what else did they say? You got to be kidding me. He said, when you do that, you give place to the devil in your life. So sometimes you just need to look at your friends sometimes and say, look, this right here ain't no garbage can. It's an ear. Don't be dumping your garbage in there. You're going to talk like that? Talk somewhere else. People have never walked out the promise of God in their life because they've never learned to put a guard over their mouth. And they just let words fly. Those people don't even need a devil. You undo yourself with your mouth a lot. We all do. God will put a blessing on us and we'll talk God right out of the blessing. Come on, amen. He said, you were healed, and the next thing you know, because we still got symptoms, we're going, I'm sick. Some people cave after a day. Some people cave after a year. But his word says, you're healed. You know what that word corrupt means? It means something that is unfit for use. It means unworthy. It means poor quality. Don't let anything that has a poor quality, anything that is unfit for use or worthless come out of your mouth, but edify, build up, construct people so that you can empower them for the journey. And in so doing, you won't sadden the Holy Spirit. You won't grieve the Holy Spirit of God that lives on the inside of your life. It's easy to see people when they were younger in life and tell if they've been nurtured by somebody that spoke right over them or if they were nurtured by somebody that spoke wrong over them. We've got a school full of kids here every week, and I can see it. You know which kids are coming from broken homes, and they've been told they'll never amount to nothing, which kids go home at night and are being cussed at and yelled at and screamed at, and you know which kids are being tucked in and and having the Word of God spoken and blessed over them and prayed over every night. You can tell because it manifests in their life through the week. So you can have edifying speech, or you can have corrupt speech. It's either going to bring life or death, amen? Amen. Hmm? It means that either your language is going to be constructive or your language is going to be destructive. But whatever you say is having an effect on the hearer. It's going to have some kind of effect on it. Amen? 
How many know what happened is when Jesus wanted to change things in the world that were out of order, he didn't struggle with it, and he didn't wrestle with it, and he didn't go out and fast and pray over a situation. He just went up and spoke to it. The only time he ever fasted and prayed was for his own edification, his personal edification. But when he dealt with the things that were going on in the world, he just would speak, amen? And that's really why the world got so confused when he began to show up on the scene because they were looking for some dignitary to show up, some, some bigwig to show up with, on a cart being carried by eight men on a pole to come in and lift up the veil and Jesus step out and everybody go, oh, the new king is here. He's going to set up his throne and everything's going to be brought back and it's the Messiah, the Messiah, the Messiah. And so all of a sudden Jesus don't show up that way. He shows up in a manger as a baby kind of hidden from everybody and begins to live a life for 30 years before he starts his ministry. Have you ever asked yourself the question, why did Jesus come and live for 30 years and then go in the ministry? Can I just tell you, it was more than just about paying the price of your sin. It was more, about you, more than just about your debt. It was more than just about you overcoming at the power of resurrection. But he came to demonstrate the kingdom of heaven for you and I. He came to show us how to live here on earth, to live the example that we can overcome, that we can speak right, that we can win, and we don't have to lose, that we ain't got to be downtrodden, we don't have to be put in a box, hallelujah. We can live the life that God's called us to live. Mm. He entered the world unheralded. He didn't come with an entitlement or an entourage. He came into the world to demonstrate the kingdom of God, and that was contrary to what the whole world thought. That's not the way we expect to receive the king of the universe. So when he showed up, everybody was like, that can't be the king. How can that be the king? But let me tell you something. Everything in the other dimension knew who he was. Jesus would walk into towns and people that were demon possessed go, why are you here? Why are you here? He would walk in the temple and teach and people would say, we've never heard nobody teach like him. We've never heard the words of authority that he speaks before. Hmm? One time he was asleep on a boat and he had 12 of his pupils on the boat with him and they were going across the sea and, and he was trying to explain to them how God did things. He, he just the day before, he spoke to a fig tree and he cursed it and when they passed back by, the fig tree was withered up and he's saying that there's power on your words, that you can speak into reality the things that God has for your life and he's teaching them and he's teaching them and he's teaching them. Three and a half years in teaching these guys and he's trying to get them to learn something. How come Jesus didn't just come and start his ministry one week and then go to the cross seven days later and pay the price. No, no, no. He did ministry for three and a half years because of the 12, because he wanted to show the 12 disciples something that we all need to understand this morning, and that's how to walk in the authority of God, how to take heaven's realities and see them manifest in the earth today. Come on, somebody. He was beginning to reveal his glory to them, to show them how to live on earth. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a minute, but first I want to take the opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship services are 9 and 11 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church, and there's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church, whether it's children's church, youth group, senior meetings, there's something for everyone. If you are new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, 
a place for everyone. He talked to them and talked to them about the word that goes forth. And out of the mouth of God, there were like seeds being planted in the ground. And when they would spring up, they would bring forth a harvest, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. That every word that you speak has fruit to it. He told them that the way that you change your life is the way that you communicate. Your words will form the world that you live in. And all of a sudden, they get out in the middle of the, of the Sea of Galilee going to the other side. And a raging storm comes up. It was a bad storm because the boat was about to sink. I don't know if any of y'all ever been out in the middle of the ocean before. But I have. I spent quite a bit of time up in the North Atlantic. And if anybody's ever been in the North Atlantic, those seas are rough. I've been in 40-foot swells. I've seen the front of my ship that was almost 600 feet long completely dip under the ocean and pop back up. I know what that is. And here they are out in the middle of the Lake Sea of Galilee, and they're on this boat, and the boat is being overtaken by the storm, and Jesus is sleeping in the back, and they run to the back of the boat. Jesus, Master, wake up, wake up, wake up. Don't you even care that we're going to perish? Don't you care that we're going to drown, that we're going to die? And Jesus says something pretty weird. He goes, like, how much longer do I got to put up with you? How much longer do I got to stay on this planet until you learn this? I've been trying to teach you and demonstrate to you. Why do I got to keep burying you? And he gets up and he walks to the front of the boat and he speaks. Peace be still. And the winds stop and the waves cease. And the disciples go, oh, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to understand this thing now. I see it. Listen to me, when Jesus got ready to raise a dead man, come on somebody. Four days, Lazarus had been in the tomb dead. He stunk. They had him mummified and wrapped up. Jesus got to Bethany. He said, roll the stone away. Listen to me. He didn't send doctors in there. He didn't send nurses in there. He didn't send uh, undertakers in there and funeral people. He didn't send 10 people in there to bring the body out. The Bible says he sent his words in there. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. The Bible says he stood up, bound up from head to toe, and hopped out of that tomb. The Bible says in John 1, 1, that God sent his word that was made flesh. Jesus was the word that lives in us today. I'm telling you, you don't have to be a victim. You've got to stop undoing what God wants to do in our life with what we're speaking I'm here to announce to you today that you can send a word into the desperate situations of your life, a word into the desperate situations of your family, and you can have victory. You can have power released in their life. There's a story in Numbers chapter 13. The Bible says that the, the children of Israel, when they came up out of Egypt, they crossed the desert, and they got to the boundary of the promised land, and Moses takes 12 men. He selects these men from the 12 tribes, and he gets them together, and he says, I'm going to send you into the land to spy it out. Go check it out. The Bible says that all 12 of them go in there, and they're in there for 40 days. But in Numbers chapter 13, 26, it says this. They brought back word concerning the land. 
And they brought back the fruit from the land. The Bible says that the clusters of grapes were so big that they had to have a pole stretched between two guys to carry the cluster of grapes. Come on, how many know that's a big grapevine? That ain't no little grapevine, amen? And listen, for most people in the Pentecostal Charismatic Church today, if you're sitting here and, and, and you would say, well, if I could just see a supernatural miracle, if I could just see somebody supernaturally healed, if I could just see a supernatural thing, then I would believe. But that's not what happened here. They brought back the fruit. They brought back the grapes. It was everything that God said it was. But they believed the word of 10 of the spies out of the 12. It goes on to say that 10 of them came back with a bad report. And they said, it's everything God said it was. Here's the fruit. Here's the proof that God's right. Here's the proof that God's going to do what he said he could do. But we are not able. We are not able to go in and take the land because the land is full of giants. And Caleb said, don't say that. Be quiet. Shut your mouth. Don't say that. We are well able. God is on our side. Listen, I, I'm telling you right now, if you're ever going to become everything God wants you to be, you've got to get out of the we not be able camp. And you've got to find a church that's not a we not be able church. And get away from a be not able job and be not able friends and be not able. Come on, there's a wife in here that don't want to be with a be not able husband. There's a husband in here that don't want to be with a we not be not able wife. I'm telling you, we are able. We are able to live everything that God's called us to live. Caleb said, we're able. Somebody shout, we're able. Joshua said, yeah, we're able. Ten spies said, no, we're not able. And the Bible says this. Watch this. It says they brought back an evil report. Somebody say an evil report. An evil report. That, that actually is the word whispering. Somebody say whispering. On the first day when the report came back, they didn't just stand up there and start saying, no, nah, you crazy, you out of your mind. They stood there and they heard the report and they went home into their villages, into their camps. And they whispered. They sat at dinner tables and said, there ain't no way. Joshua and Caleb lost their mind. We're doomed to this wilderness. And they whispered, and they whispered, and they whispered, and it spread like a cancer through the whole camp. The next day they showed up and wanted to stone Joshua and Caleb to death. Come on, somebody. An evil report. I said, we've been slaves too long. We've been bound too long. Pastor, you're pushing us way too far. Pastor, what do you mean we're going to put a big building up there? What do you mean you're going to put a camp back there? What do you mean you're going to change the treasure coast? We're not able. I'm here to tell you we're able. We are able. I said, we are able. I've come to announce to somebody today that you have the power to edify. You have the power to encourage. You have the power to build up. you got the power to live the dream. you just got to line your speaker up with the truth and start believing the promise of God over your life. Somebody shout, we're able. You can change the course of your life. You can shape your future by saying, you know what? I, I didn't do it before. But with the help of God in my life, with the power of God living on the inside of me, I will do what God's called me to do. I will live the life that God's called me to live. And I will say what God has called me to say. And I will proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Somebody shout, I'm able. 
Listen to me. If you're going to go to a new level in life, you've got to learn the language of the new level. You've got to learn how to speak the language because your language will betray you. Huh? Your language will give you away. Your language will let people zone in on where your heart really is. You remember when Jesus was arrested and, and, and all the disciples fled and Peter runs over to a campfire and he's standing around a fire and he's hiding out and he's warm and a little girl walks up to him and she goes, I know you. You're one of them disciples. I am not. No, 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 no. You are. You've been with him. You've been with him before. He goes, no, I have not. And she looked at him. She goes, you are. Your language betrays you. Come on, somebody. See, if you're going to go to a new level, you've got to learn that the language of the new level that you're going to. If you're going to move to a different dimension of living, you've got to learn the language of the dimension that you want to move into. You can't keep talking the way you've been talking and expect to grow into the thing that God has for you. Come on, don't take it hard. I'm trying to help you. I don't want to distress anybody because I don't want you to feel hopeless over this word. You are able. You're able. You can give your language, your voice, your heart to God in such a way that he'll catch it when it begins to fly out of your mouth. And listen, I still challenge with it today. I get challenged with it all the time. You can ask him. I probably blew it 10 times this week, but I'm getting quicker and quicker in my mind. The Holy Spirit catches me more and more and more. And sometimes when I want to say something to somebody that really needs to be put in their place because they're aggravating the mess out of me, I'm just able to look at them and smile and go, it's okay, brother. Don't worry about it. God's good. That's what he wants to do. He wants to change us. He wants to change us. The parts of us that need to die off. Because I'm telling you, death is always life's process. Always. There's parts of our humanity that need to be crucified in order for the God-likeness to manifest in our life. Hmm? Come on, amen. Your language can't betray you. I mean, you wouldn't go to a doctor, and the doctor say, yeah, I know what that is you got. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm going to write you a prescription for this and this. Try that for two weeks. If nothing don't change, come back and see me. We'll try something else. I mean, you wouldn't go to that doctor anymore. He's a quack. Come on, Amen. If you get ready to hire a carpenter at your house and he shows up and he don't have a tool bag and he don't know what a hammer is and doesn't know the language of the job, you don't hire him. Come on, amen. If he don't speak hammer, you don't let him come in there with a hammer. It'll tear your house up. Come on, amen. You want to start a business. You don't go to the bank and get a loan. You just walk in there with holes all in your shirt and grease all over your face. Say, I need to get a loan for my business. He's going to say, well, let me see your business plan. Let me see your P&L. Let me see your books. Let me see what you've been doing. Well, I ain't really done nothing yet, but me and Bubba, we got a truck and we're ready to go. I mean, you ain't leaving with a check. Come on. How am I going to get my life into a new realm? I got to start speaking the language of the next realm i got to start speaking the heavenly language in my life if I want heaven to manifest in my life. i got to quit saying I'm broke. i got to quit saying I'm disgusted. i got to quit looking at my situation and saying it's hopeless. i got to change my language and saying I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I might have a cash flow issue right now, but bless God, my father's got a thousand cattle on a thousand hills. 
He supplies all my needs according to His riches and glory. He'll never leave me and He'll never forsake me. You want to see your situation turn around? That's what you've got to do. I am the healed of the Lord. I don't care what the doctor says. They put me in the ground and put a piece of granite over the top of my head and put my date on it when I passed out of this life. But I'm going to go in that ground shouting, I am the healed of the Lord. I am the healed of the Lord. Praise the Lord. You got to change what you're speaking. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgardner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. I'm your host, Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.